Welcome back to Trading 360. I'm Nicole Petalides, live at the New York Stock Exchange. Thanks for being with us. It's travel season. Got to talk about these airlines. And that's our 360 round. We'll bring in our pro panel here. Tim Lesko is with us, Director, Senior Wealth Advisor, Mariner Wealth Advisors, and Lee Bull, CMT, Senior Manager, Trader Education, Charles Schwab. Thank you both for being with us. So the holiday season's upon us. We've heard from the airlines. They've basically been saying since April, the planes are 90% or more filled to capacity. Um, Tim, are all the airlines in a good place for the holidays? Well, certainly load factors are up and, and the traveling public continues to travel. So I think they're all in a pretty good position from the fact that their planes are full, their planes are gonna be full for Thanksgiving and it looks like their planes will be full for Christmas. I think what the market's beginning to worry about is what will their flights look like in March and June uh, after some of this Fed tightening has an effect on, on call it consumers' pocketbooks. So at this point now, you know, it's funny that you say that because um, I was listening to something about the housing market and they were saying exactly that, that they had such a backlog. Housing was great, but then it's going to fall off a cliff. And I wonder if that's all the same concerns about the consumer, Tim. I mean, we know that the cruise lines have said they have bookings going forward. Why are you worried about this? Well, I think you could worry about it across the entire economy, right? Federal Reserve action, tightening interest rates takes has a lag period of when it starts to affect people. Inflation has been affecting people now for a year and has begun to eat away at that savings. And then you'll start to look forward to whether or not it creates some economic problems. So far, we have not seen the economic problems. So bookings remain strong, people are traveling, and they may continue to travel. And you've seen a lot of that in the market. We've had a lot of negative sentiment towards earnings in almost every sector. And then in the short run, earnings surprise on the upside because that effect hasn't happened yet. So pretty hard to tell yet. So that's why it's hard to be particularly bullish on the sector if we don't know what travel is going to be like in March or June. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So tell me, what do you think here, Lee? What are you watching closely when it comes to this group? You have the headwinds and the tailwinds. Yeah, I, I think what is important is the fact that vis-a-vis -vis GDP, airline industry revenues are still about 20 to $30 billion below the historical correlation between levels of GDP and airline spending. So that's, a, I think, a positive as demand picks up. Also, I think in the short term, things are pretty good. Things are opening up. Remember, Japan just opened up last week. So there's going to be more international travel and short term earnings will continue to be strong. I mean, just last quarter was the highest quarterly revenue in what, Delta's history, 3% above the third quarter of 2019. Um, so on the short term, I, I think they have good earnings momentum. In the longer term, a couple of things though. Um, we don't know what's gonna happen to the price of oil. And you know, United doesn't hedge. JetBlue's CEO on the conference call says they think hedging is just too expensive. So you do have that risk, I suppose, if, if rates go up. But what I'm watching longer term is, is this paradigm shift a little bit. Uh, the United executives talked about this on the conference call. I mean, you know, they said that Tuesdays and Wednesdays are now stronger. Holiday weekends, because people can be remote, can be longer. Um, so they're not, you know, people are going to prioritize flying maybe a little bit more because they have more flexibility. But I, what I thought was interesting, though, is 
much of the business travel that is coming back is small businesses where managed corporate travel is still lagging. So if that picks up, I think the short-term headwinds are a little bit positive. The negative, of course, is uh, I think what you mentioned in one of your promos, that the debt levels are pretty high. They had to take a lot of debt to uh, stay afloat. Right. Yeah. And that was something that was definitely on my mind. And, you know, fuel, which is what you said, you know, some hedge, some don't. You have that as a, a volatile factor. You said it's impossible to even try and handicap what's going on here because there there are some issues here, Tim. So what's the final takeaway? Because you do have this sort of wild card or some better position than others. You do also have a deal happening, right, with uh, Spirit and JetBlue, right? That's still going forward. Do we expect more mergers? Also COVID, no COVID. I mean, there's a lot that we're juggling, but uh, you know, are there names that you think are really set? You know, is it Delta? Is it something else? You know, Southwest, people like that because they do a lot of short trips here. Are there names that you like better than others, Tim? Well, I, I think that becomes the big issue and I, and I think the other guests hit on it. There are so many different crosswinds and, and call it binary outcomes. If international travel comes back, and particularly international business travel, it's gonna favor the major integrated airlines who have done a good job of cutting their costs on some legacy aircraft and are flying more efficient routes. If that doesn't happen, then it's really the domestic players, the Southwest, the JetBlues, who have much simpler route patterns, much more control of their costs, and the capacity to add capacity and reduce capacity as some of those changes happens. That's why we're, we're so neutral on the group. Uh, for us, it's always about strong cash flow generators who are able to weather any sort of economic storm. So Southwest has always been one of the more favored stocks because of the simplicity of their business model. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank you both very much. It's great to see you both. I really appreciate it. Tim Lasko, Mariner Wealth Advisors, Lee Bull, Charles Schwab. Great to see you both, and thanks for a good look at the holiday season for these airlines. Appreciate it.